how are we supposed to cope with the all too well short film? And the answer to this is I don't fucking know. I actually don't know because here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. I think that Dylan O'Brien might be the love of my life. Oh, I completely agree. I went down a TikTok rabbit hole the other night I went looking down at a, videos of him. I feel like I'm ancient saying this, but I went down a Twitter rabbit hole <laughs> of Dylan ancient. O'Brien and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of To Be Honest, the podcast. I hope you're having a really beautiful day. My name is Amanda, you can call me Duck Dog, and I'm sitting with my beautiful co-host, Kara Aridi. Hello. Hello. Thank you for the introduction. I appreciate <laughs> you're it. You're so welcome. I was watching you do that and I was like, where is this going? When is she going to end? Where's, it? Where, where's the flow? Like, I can't figure it out. Uh-huh. That was nice. I really <laughs> just decided to put all the energy I could into that intro. I could really tell. Thank I you could so really much. Tell. So we have another very special episode of Unprofessional Opinions this week, which we, is nice. Look, we love it. If you're new to the pod, Unprofessional Opinions is this really fun episode where we just answer some of your questions. So we talk about a whole bunch of random stuff. Sometimes it is serious. Sometimes it is lighthearted. Today, I have a feeling it might be a little bit of both. I completely agree. And sometimes we give good advice and sometimes we don't. So you never know what you're going to get really. Honestly, this is why it's like my favorite type of episode to record because it's like it's just a whole lot of fun. It is fun. And I actually realized we have a new review on our Apple podcast profile, which look, we do love that. And we do ask for it at the end of every episode. So mm-hmm. just a little hint at the start of this episode <laughs> and give us a review if you feel like it. It uh-huh. really helps us out. Uh-huh. But we did have a review recently that said that we give like the best advice out of any podcast they've listened to, which I thought was like a, a big, bold call. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow, like I would never, ever ever try to claim to hold that title no but also like really fucking nice oh so, so nice. thank you to whoever said that thank you and we'll try our best from here on out yes anyway what do you have to be honest about this week duck dog look i have to be honest about the fact that i think i might be improving my boundary setting and my mm. standing up for myself energy we love that and my therapist mentioned this to me like a couple of weeks ago. I mentioned something to her that had occurred. I honestly can't even remember what it was, but I mentioned <laughs> something and she was like, you wouldn't have done that like six months ago. Like you would never stand up for yourself in any capacity. I've even noticed you doing that wow. a lot. Thank you so much. I've, just so for the record, like I've been telling you when I've been proud of you, I just don't know if you've been registering it. <laughs> I don't know if I have been registering it, but I feel like I've been really having a moment with myself recently where usually I have like this people pleasing attitude where I really don't want to say no to anyone. Mm-hmm. I really don't know how to set boundaries. And then usually if I do set boundaries, I'm like a ball of anxiety. You feel guilt about it. Yeah. I feel mm-hmm. super guilty, feel super worried. Whereas recently... I've just been feeling like, A, I have the right people in my life, and Mm -hmm. B, I feel like I'm really starting to know my worth, and it's a really, really nice feeling, so. Completely. I I think that it's really powerful, A, when you kind of recognize that you have an issue with setting boundaries, which I do think is, like, a very common issue as well. Oh, totally. Like, I definitely don't think you're alone, and I also have trouble in some aspects of my life setting boundaries, but it's really powerful when, like, you recognize it, and then you, like, purposely surround yourself with people, and that includes, like, friends like certain family members and like work colleagues or bosses, Mm. like giving yourself the ability to be in an environment Mm. with people who respect your boundaries. So I think that's, sounds like it's falling into place for you, which is nice. Yeah, it's really nice. But I think the real tea that we have to share today is what you have to be honest about. I don't know if it's tea. Would you like to share with the class? Well, (laughs) (laughs) what I have to be honest about this week is the fact that I am in a moon boot. 
which I don't know if that's a universal term. Basically, I fractured my foot. You didn't, you didn't mention the crutches. Oh, sorry. Most heinously, I'm on crutches as well. Uh-huh. So I'm not only in a hideous giant moon boot for my foot, uh-huh. but I can't put any pressure on that foot for a week, which is just the most inconvenient thing. I'm not going to complain about it as much as I have to my friends because that's an incredibly like ableist thing to complain about. Mm-hmm. But it's testing me. That was literally the sound of my crutches falling. <laughs> we have to that keep was, that in. That was literally the perfect <laughs> timing for that because it truly is testing My you. crutches were like, I'm fucking out. You're talking shit about me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to support you. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm finding it quite difficult. Not going to lie. I've had a couple of mental breakdowns. I am not going to work for a week because I literally fucking can't. And <laughs> it's hard mm-hmm. because... Who knew that I wouldn't like the idea of staying home and watching Grey's Anatomy mm. all day, which is what I did today, just for the record. Oh, was it? Did you yes. enjoy? It was pretty good. Love Look, that. Grey's Anatomy later seasons, I hope no one has got me for this. They're not that great, oh. especially once my daddy Karev left. But it's it's whatever. It's good enough for me when I'm on the couch and can't move. Wait, I'm just thinking about that video in this moment of Justin Chambers with the blonde hair. Don't. Oh, don't. Let's not get oh into God. it. We could There's do a whole something... podcast episode on that. Wait, I think one day we might have to do a whole podcast episode on men who aren't naturally blonde be- <laughs> bleaching their hair blonde. Because Cody Co, Dylan O'Brien. Wait, what did you say the other day? You said that Cody Co, Dylan, Dylan O'Brien, O'Brien and someone and... else had all the same energy and Wait. it was so true wait who was it it was someone else that dyed their hair blonde yeah, right i can't i can't remember wait i need to think about it i need to think about it so desperately okay maybe we'll we'll put this in our facebook group once ducky remembers we can discuss that we can discuss the energy of all these people we also just need to discuss the energy of like how hot it is when a man <laughs> dyes his hair bleach blonde like it's there's just something about it i mean i will say it probably some people probably couldn't pull it off there's something really attractive about a man <laughs> who can pull off bleaching his Thank hair you. blonde like it's just it's just an energy it, there's something about it mm. you're completely right mm-hmm. should we get into today's episode Yes, we absolutely should. But I first of all want to say, if you want to share what you have to be honest about this week, Mm. by the way, I'm going to post a little question box on our Instagram story. You can let us know. We might share them. If we do, it's always anonymous. Don't you worry. And it is also a judgment-free zone. Oh, we have no place to judge ever, really. (laughs) (laughs) I just fell down the apartment stairs and broke my foot. Like, there's no place for judgment here. There isn't. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so our first question for this episode of Unprofessional Opinions is how do you deal with conflict amongst a group of friends? And I thought this one was kind of tea because this is a fucking hard thing to navigate. Oh, absolutely. Especially when it's like in a whole group of friends. Like, I don't know how big of a group of friends that you have, but like, regardless, like even if it's three people. It's kind of worse when it gets to less people because you've got less less people to buff up between the people who were fighting uh-huh, fully <laughs> at least if you have like a group of 10 people like usually if eight people agree like that's yeah. kind of like the side it's that- kind of like democracy yeah <laughs> <laughs> but it is really difficult do you have any have you been in this situation before oh absolutely oh, here's the thing it's very interesting Kara and i are such opposites because Kara has like a whole group of friends from high school and has stayed friends with people for a really long time and i honestly can't relate like i think in <laughs> my 20s I really like I have a couple of really close friends from when I was in high school but in my 20s I really found my people the I mean I completely agree with that on my end too I definitely found like great relationships on in my 20s Mm. but I also
also just loved the other day I was on Facebook and I was like, oh, everyone from my high school is getting married. And Ducky was like, why do you have people from high school on Facebook? And I looked at her, it was like the perfect moment of not understanding each other. I was like, what do you mean you don't have people from Facebook? Isn't that what Facebook's for? No, I like simply deleted most people from high school off social media. What was the reason for that? Well, I don't talk to them and they're not in my life. Okay. Like, I'm just not, I don't feel attached to most of my high school experience. Okay. I mean, neither do I. I fucking hated high school. I think I'm just like... I don't know. I don't know what it interesting. is. Interesting. Anyway. Anyway, my point is I have quite a like interesting history with like I've been really close with lots of different people during my life and especially my early 20s. I feel like I dealt with a lot of conflict in, in a variety of mm. different friend groups in high school as well. Like I had a huge friendship group and it was so interesting dealing with conflict, whether I, it involved me or whether it involved other people. And I think at the end of the day, it's really, really hard to not get caught up in it's the drama. It's really hard, yeah. And I hate being one of those people that's like, I don't like drama. Like, I stay away <laughs> from drama. But I think that something really important to remember is, like, when this conflict is happening and, and what people it involves and things like that, like, how is that person making you feel? Is, mm. is that person making you feel like you have to, like, choose a side or, like, have an opinion or get involved in it and that kind of stuff? Or are they respecting your desire to... Stay, stay neutral or stay neutral. Yeah. yeah. I completely agree. I think that if you do have like an, an emotional reaction or thoughts on what's gone down and you do have feelings about it, you can follow those feelings. That's totally fine. Mm-hmm. But if you actually are just like, I feel uncomfortable, I'm in the middle and I don't want to be like, I just want to be in this group and be friends with people still. You have every right to just say, Hey guys, it's between you two or mm-hmm. whatever, three, whatever. And just be like, I'm here for all of you. But I'm just going to kind of stay in the middle yeah. because you're all my friends. Like yeah. that is completely fine to put those boundaries up like we spoke about before, to put those boundaries up about what you're willing to, I guess, like talk about or discuss or like the fact that you don't want to take sides. Because mm. I think that is something that's quite difficult is that when emotions are involved, which they obviously they are a lot when it comes to conflict, yeah. there's this idea that like everyone wants someone to take their side Mm -hmm. but it's just at the end of the day if it's your friend group it's not really about that is it yeah and it's also like not your responsibility to solve exactly thing as well i remember in the past like i've had so many times where you know people have been conflicting with each other and i felt like i have to fix this in order for the friendship group to be okay Mm -hmm. and i think it's really important to remember like it is these people's responsibility to communicate and sort things out and it is not your responsibility i know it can be really uncomfortable like especially if two people that you're friends with Mm -hmm. are like not wanting to talk to each other and not wanting to hang out it can be really really difficult Mm -hmm. but it's important to remind yourself that like if it doesn't involve you it is totally your call to be like you guys need to sort this out Mm. and I love you both don't don't give yourself more stress about a situation that is not yours Mm -hmm. to stress about yeah um I think that's probably the best yeah and also just one more thing Mm -hmm. make sure to stay true to yourself and like what you feel is right and Mm. what you believe because once again like conflicts can arise and conflict is something that will continue to arise throughout our lives it's It's just natural like everyone clashes everyone Mm -hmm. has disagreements and it's totally fine and i think in times of conflict it can be hard to stay true to yourself especially if people are pulling you in certain directions Mm -hmm. so really just remind yourself how do i actually feel about this Is this something I want to be involved in? Uh, You know, how would I handle this situation if I was in it Mm -hmm. and stuff like that? Um, I know I keep saying one more thing, but that just made me think because that was a great point Mm -hmm. is that 
if someone's not handling conflict in a way that sits right with you Mm. maybe that does show especially if you're like younger and like you know because i know a lot of the time like as we kind of get older and as we're growing we these conflict situations are like big growing points because it's the first time we've got into a fight with a friend or the first time we've like you know argued with someone Mm. and so if you're not you know liking the way someone's handling something that could be like an idea to be like okay like is this person someone who's like if they're treating me like this about Mm. a conflict is this the right friendship for me kind of thing? Yeah. But at the end of the day, I do think it's about what you just said, Ducky, which is stay true to yourself Mm -hmm. and know what you believe. Yeah. Okay, our next question is, is it okay to stay friends with your ex? This is such a simple question, but I feel like it's a divisive one. Oh, it's a totally divisive one. I'm going to guess that your answer is yes. Yeah, of course. Because you've got a a friend or multiple friends who your ex is. I would say like one friend. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 right there and was like yeah <laughs> like yeah so yeah for context my first boyfriend we broke up oh my god like over eight years ago now mm. and we were friends for a few years we dated for two years and then now we've been broken up for eight years and I actually want to get him on the podcast I'm really I'm really working on it I'm like when you visit me on the Gold Coast you're coming on the podcast and we're doing a full open conversation about how we are friends as exes because Mm -hmm. I feel like it's really interesting like when I you know date someone and I mention that I'm like best friends with one of my Mm ex-boyfriends people are like weird about it well I think most people it's a hard no for them yes for most people it's a complete hard no and like I think it would be a really interesting conversation for my ex and I to have on it's even weird calling him my ex but my ex and I to have on the podcast because it is so divisive and it's very very foreign to a lot of people a lot of people think like when they have a partner who's friends with their ex that it's like unhealthy or or anything like that but for me personally like I feel like my ex and I have a very healthy relationship yeah, as friends. Anyway. I think that I think that for a lot of people, I think you are kind of the exception to the rule. I agree. I think that for the most part, people really struggle to be friends with their exes in a healthy way because there's so many emotions tied to your ex. Like yeah. even if you're not, if you wouldn't want to be with them anymore, there can still be jealousy. There can still be insecurity. There can still mm-hmm. be comparison with people they date next. And I think that's something that a lot of people, and this doesn't make anyone better or worse, yeah. but it just simply means it's not the right situation for a lot of people. Yes. Um, and yeah, I think that it takes a lot to be someone who can work through those things with your ex yeah. and be good friends with them. And especially in your situation, like you are good friends with your ex. Oh yeah, he's one of my best friends and honestly will be forever. And I think that something, when it comes to the question of like, is it okay to be friends with your, your ex? Of course it's, yeah, it's okay. okay, but I think that it's a case-by-case basis. Sure. Like when I broke up with my first ex and we stayed such good friends and it wasn't as simple as that, but like now we're really good friends. I felt like, okay, well, I can do this in the rest of my romantic relationships. You know, like I can definitely do this with the rest of my exes <laughs> because I did it with this one and I've tried, you know, I've mm. tried with multiple exes and it hasn't worked. And so mm. I think that's important to remind yourself is like, it's going to, change not only from individual to individual as in like whether it would work for you or work for Mm -hmm. me but it's also going to change with the people that we date for sure because I'm like I probably have like six prominent relationships in my life and I've only been able to stay friends with one of them even though I've tried to stay friends with the Mm -hmm. other five so that's something I think to remember is it's okay it just depends how you genuinely feel it's okay as long as it's okay with you yeah and as long as they're 
it's okay with them as well, I guess. Like, yeah. obviously, like, you don't want to be in a situation where um, someone else is hanging on to hope or something like that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you want to be very, you know, realistic about what your expectations are. Like, even deep, deep down. Like, if you're telling yourself you just want to be friends, mm-hmm. like, obviously, we can tell ourselves a lot of things in yeah. life and it's not true. <laughs> I've definitely been there. So just basically check in with yourself. And it's, I think that probably goes for, like, the duration. Like, if you start being friends with your ex – Maybe it's fine for the first couple of months, but then maybe some feelings start creeping in. Yeah. Just keep checking in with yourself. But at the end of the day, it is okay as long as it's okay with you. Yeah, 100%. Okay. Speaking of offensive Dylan O'Brien, like we did just before, we simply had to put this question in this week mm-hmm. because we are – Red comes out tomorrow. Uh-huh. We're not actually able to listen to Red Taylor's version until Saturday – we're really giving away how late we're recording this week's episode. Yeah, we really are. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a big week, guys. Um, but basically, Red Taylor's version comes out tomorrow at 3 p.m. here in Australia. But we're not listening to it until the Saturday because we have important things to do for our friend Bray's birthday. Hi, Bray. And when, if you're listening, I was going to say when you're listening. I think you will be listening. <laughs> she will be listening. Happy birthday, hon. Happy Hope birthday, it's a beautiful hun. day. Um, we love you so much. And it's really turned into a voice memo, a birthday card. You're our bestie for the restie. And if anyone's listening to this and they want to wish Bray a happy birthday. Wish her a happy birthday. Please go ahead. So what I was saying was (laughs) we love Taylor Swift, but we love Braylene more. So we are putting, obviously, Red Tail's version on hold until Saturday to celebrate her birthday, as it should be. And... And I wish you guys could see Kara's hand movements right now. I'm so excited. She's like moving her hands so much. I haven't even gone to the question yet. I just rambled for like two fucking minutes. Wait, can we talk about Dylan O'Brien No, this is what I was going to say. So the reason I brought up Dylan O'Brien is because for those of you who don't know, Dylan O'Brien is going to be in a short film for All Too Well Taylor's version, which is just so much. And just for the record, just so I can finally get this fucking question out of my mouth, it is... How are we supposed to cope with the all too well short film? And the answer to this is I don't fucking know. I actually don't know because here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think that Dylan O'Brien might be the love of my life. Oh, I completely agree. I went down a TikTok rabbit hole the other night I went looking down at a, videos of him. I feel like I'm ancient saying this, but I went down a Twitter rabbit hole <laughs> of Dylan ancient. O'Brien. And I was like, oh my God. Like that photo of him with the blonde hair. I'm like, I actually. This is the thing. Is he going to be blonde? or Because he's been blonde for a while now. I think he's going to be brunette. I don't, I can't see it working in the theme of the video for him to have his bleach blonde hair. I agree. I simply can't believe that we're going to be, by next week's episode, we're going to have known, we know what the extended version of All Too Well is going to sound like. But we're going to have to talk about that all on its own. I wonder what percentage of our listeners are Tales of fans. I think, I think 50%. I think 50% too. It should be 100, Let's but do we'll a let poll. the other 50% off. Let's do a poll we'll on do Instagram. A poll. That's a great idea. That's a great idea, yeah. Great idea. Anyway. I don't know how we're supposed to cope to answer this question. I've been kind of coping by like avoiding it. My strategy right now is avoidant. My strategy is like, I honestly haven't been thinking about the fact that Red Taylor's version in general is coming out because I'm like so deeply overwhelmed with everything else in life. And I'm like, (laughs) I will just deal with it when it happens and hopefully survive. I'm in the same boat. I'm in the complete same boat. But I don't know how you expect me to survive Taylor Swift and Dylan O'Brien being on screen at the same time. Well, but will they be? Will they be? We don't know. It, it, I don't know. It, it, it's just the icon status even... of Dylan O'Brien being in a Taylor Swift music video. Like, she chose him because he's a Taylor Swift fan. Yeah. And that is that is attraction to me. A man who is like, yep, I'm a Taylor Swift fan. 
I would fall in love instantly with any man who is like that. There is something so attractive. I'm hoping our friend is listening who is she's engaged to a Taylor Swift fan. Oh, I hope she is too. It's iconic. Like it's I'm so, so sorry, but it's it's just deeply, deeply. A straight iconic. man who appreciates the beauty and the magic and the genius of Taylor Swift is something that A is quite rare. I hate to say it, it's quite yeah. rare. Mm-hmm. But also it is something to behold. It's just absolutely rude in it's the best rude. way. It's it's rude. It's so <laughs> rude i cannot even so anyway we're not supposed to cope and taylor swift knows that i don't think taylor wants us to cope (laughs) if she wanted us to cope she she wouldn't wouldn't do it it. and that's just a fact she knows i see that cheeky little grin on her face every time she posts anything she fucking knew what she was doing when she gave us the 10 minute version she knew we're gonna have a meltdown Uh uh-huh let alone giving us a a music or a, a film, a short film. I kind of get the vibe. It's going to be like an extended music video. It's only 13 minutes long. And if we're going to go for the 10 minute version, it's probably going to be an extended music video, but who knows? That's who so knows? Weird. Anyway, we'll have to check in with you guys later because we might actually be deceased and not able to record anymore. So, so let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So our next question is how picky should I be about choosing a job? I thought this question was super interesting Mm-hmm. and kind of something that I've not heard anyone talk about because here are my, here are my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Not to like gatekeep this whole question already and just start on my monologue, which Please. I'm sorry for doing. I enjoy, <laughs> I enjoy so deeply a Kara Reedy monologue. So <laughs> please you. take it away, hun. So my two sides of thought right now is like, obviously like it's a, I do think to an extent you should be picky about getting a job if you can that's yes. a privileged situation to be in a lot of people can't afford to be picky in life in terms of getting a job that they love and stuff like that mm. i think that it's an it's important to be picky in terms of what you want out of a job mm-hmm. and what you know is important to you yeah. like as i've gotten older i personally have realized that a good work culture is something that I'm not going to compromise on anymore Mm -hmm. because it's just not fucking worth it going to a job day in, day out for a bad environment. Mm -hmm. And I think that it is totally okay to be picky about that. That's a bit difficult because you kind of don't know what the environment's like until you're in it. Yeah. But you can kind of get a vibe for like red flags and things like that with workplaces. Mm -hmm. What do you think about this question? So I find it really interesting because I think that there is a certain level of pickiness that you can afford to have. And like, you know, there have been situations in my life, for example, where I've had no fucking money and I've just had to take a job. Same. Yeah. And that's just what happens. Mm -hmm. And I think that it becomes really difficult because like I've known people in the past who have been so unbelievably picky that Mm. it's like a job isn't expected to work around us like a job exists yeah and if it works for us we can apply for the job for example whereas i've known people in the past who have been like so picky about what they want Mm. like for example uh the hospitality industry you usually have to work weekends and or nights and you can't change that and you can't change that that's just the way it is and i've had known people in the past who have been like i want to work hospo but i only want to work monday to friday during the day it's just not realistic that's not a realistic thing for example and so i think that it is definitely one of those things where it's like case by case basis like how privileged of a position Mm -hmm. are you in how picky can you really afford to be Mm -hmm. you definitely like i think should 
work for people who respect you and respect your time and all of that but at the end of the day like we go to work for money Mm -hmm. and therefore sometimes we have to be flexible to a workplace as well completely and i also think this is really important because on the one hand we're obviously saying that you if you can afford to be a bit picky like definitely do that like find a place that you enjoy working at but i also think it's this, this idea of you know and this is not necessarily what this person's saying, but this idea of finding a workplace that you love with your whole heart mm. and you're so passionate about and you bounce out of bed going to work every day, like that's not super realistic a lot no. of the time. Yeah. Especially maybe like before you're like in your career and stuff like that. Even then, once you're in your career, not that realistic no. because at the end of the day, like you said, it's work. Mm-hmm. And I think that if you're going into it with those expectations, you're probably not going to find anything that you enjoy. Yeah. And that might actually stop you from finding a job that you like at all. Mm-hmm. So if maybe look at it like if you can afford, like we said, if you have the privilege of being able to be a bit picky, maybe like kind of look at it like a deal breaker in a relationship. Like mm-hmm. what are your deal breakers with work? Yeah. Because, for example, if your deal breaker is you don't want to work weekends, you just simply can't apply for hospitality jobs most of the time. Yeah. Like you can't go into a, a workplace and expect for them to change their way of working Mm. for you Mm -hmm. but you can obviously find jobs that suit your deal breakers yeah absolutely but at the end of the day whether you're being picky or you can't afford to be picky there is no shame either way Mm -hmm. i think if you are being picky it's like recognizing your privilege and being able to do that yeah and if you can't afford to it like that's if you can't afford to be picky that's totally fine too because there's literally no shame in being like i just need to make some fucking money Mm mm-hmm And like we said, we've been there. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so our last question for this episode is, my social battery runs out really fast and I'm cancelling plans with friends because of it. Do you have any tips? Oh, man, we've been there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I think like my number one tip in this situation is sometimes like don't make plans in advance Mm. because I know that I've done this heaps in the past where like I'll book out my entire week and I'll have like no time to myself and like my social battery will just fully run out so Mm -hmm. quickly and I'll be like oh my god I have so many social plans this week that I that I already need to commit to and it can feel super exhausting whereas something I've really tried to embrace is like just like leaving time free and if I feel like catching up with a friend messaging them and if they're free they're free and if they're not they're not yeah and not feeling like this commitment to doing so Mm -hmm. obviously there's a balance of like being a good friend and being a reliable friend and all of that kind of stuff we also obviously need to take care of ourselves. it's about figuring out where our priorities lie how much is too much for us like personally I went through this a few months ago where I realized okay For me personally, I kind of only want to have like one major social plan a day because Mm. I was doing things where I was like planning social things before work and after work. (laughs) And then I was just having no time for myself. And so I was like, okay, this is something that isn't working for me. So I'm going to do something different moving forward. Mm. And now it works for me quite well. And then I can still have those spontaneous plans if I feel like doing something. Completely. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And I also think it's really important to understand like the fact that you are allowed to say no like if someone says hey you free this week for catch up and you simply are like i have this on i have this on and i have two days where i you know uh, technically i'm free Mm. and i could hang out with this person but i just don't feel like i need some rest i need to recharge Mm -hmm. you don't like 
you kind of, I, I, and I've felt this in the past, you don't have to fit people in just because you actually have the time. Mm-hmm. You can say like, oh, I'm actually like quite busy this week or like I actually need some downtime. Yeah. And like we've said a million times in the podcast in the past, an understanding good friend will know that that's fine. Yeah. And I guess like what you said, Ducky, like you could say like, oh, but let's check in like the end of the week and let's tee something up for like early next week or something mm-hmm. like that. And then you can kind of go with the flow a bit more rather than making a whole heap of plans super in advance and then getting to halfway through the week and being like, I can't get through the rest of the fucking week. Yeah. It is hard though, because I think that there's like this fear of missing out and there's this guilt that comes with it as well, which I don't think that guilt is ever something that we should feel as friends if we're trying our best and we're mm. just kind of like focusing on, on our mental health. But I think it is something that's quite natural to come up. Totally. And I also think that another really important thing is to kind of recognize what makes you feel recharged because sometimes you might find that certain activities with friends can recharge your batteries. Mm. Like maybe having dinner at a friend's house with like your closest friends who, you know, awkward silences aren't awkward Mm. or like you can just sit down and watch a movie. Maybe that's something that actually doesn't drain you that much and that way you can kind of have company and still see some friends while also recharging your batteries Mm. like so I guess kind of just sit down and figure out what actually works for you and whether it is like you know being completely alone and just recharging by yourself or having like really low-key plans Mm. fitting those into your schedule wherever you need them yeah absolutely I completely agree with you and I just think it's really important to know that like everyone has entirely different like social batteries and like what feels good for them some people are more introverted and more extroverted and just because your friend can catch up with you three times a week and it feels good for them doesn't mean it feels good for you and that's totally fine yeah doesn't mean that you value the friendship any less it's really just a good opportunity for you to implement boundaries and Mm -hmm. know how much time you need I really encourage you to like maybe sit with yourself sometimes I like to do this journaling exercise where I say like you know how was last week or last month and what things would I like to do more of next month and what would I like like to do less of or how do I want to feel and Mm. I feel like you can usually identify things that are making you feel good and some things that are making you feel drained and then figure out what are some good changes to try making yeah yeah, and try putting those in like every day or every week or every couple of days like Mm. wherever you feel like like this is where I tend to get a bit burnt out or I tend to get quite run down from social plans yeah put something there that will make you feel recharged totally I think that's a beautiful way to end the episode I think it is my darling (laughs) and today was quite a short episode uh to be honest Cara and I have both been kind of drained at the moment Mm. obviously Cara's in a moon boot and it's been a really full-on time for me but we really really enjoy making this podcast and we're so excited to continue making episodes throughout the year if you're new to the podcast welcome and thanks for (laughs) joining us for your first ever episode you can subscribe to us on apple podcasts or follow us on spotify it really helps us out as a small podcast you can also join our facebook community where we'll be talking about all things dylan o'brien and cody (laughs) co apparently only the most amazing topics only the most amazing (laughs) topics there is a link to that in the podcast notes if you want to join and you can also follow us on instagram at tbh.pod you can follow beautiful cara already on instagram (laughs) at cara already and you can find me on instagram at amanda ducks as always guys we will see you and speak to you again next week next friday yes another episode have a beautiful week we look forward to being in your ears very soon again goodbye goodbye